Hey guys, welcome to We Weren't Friends in High School. We are in some uh, crazy times, I guess, right about now. So I wanted to, uh, I don't know, just kind of check in and uh, provide a little bit of extra content for you guys. I know some of you may be sitting at home and listening to podcasts and music and binge watching TV shows and and catching up on some movies, but um, I might as well go through some of the archives and put out some of the stuff that hasn't aired. Uh, I've talked about some of the interviews that I've done where they've, they've gone pretty long and, and I end up with a whole bunch of content. And some of it I've kept around for days, well, not days quite like this. I never expected this, but uh, for days when, I don't know, it would just seem right to put it out. And uh, these are some of these times when it feels right to put them out. So I'll be peppering around with some extra content here and there. And uh, I hope you guys do enjoy it. I am in South Philadelphia in the Italian market where uh, everything's pretty much open. Um, pasta shop, the butchers, um, everything pretty much classifies as a grocery. So um, if you're uh, emergency shopping uh, and looking for a variety of things, uh, it's all here and they got plenty of it. Anyway, here is a clip of my conversation from episode 105 with Jason Herb, with us discussing one of my favorite topics, hip-hop music. Enjoy. Like hip-hop from the very first like hip-hop cut when somebody like rapped over a disco beat mm -hmm. all the way up to like some some stuff today yeah i'm starting to drop off man i'm getting old <laughs> yeah i don't know i can't really keep, i can't really get down with like <laughs> a little yachty yeah like that, that's yeah. the line for me man yeah like i feel like i'm gonna be one of those guys now who like who's like when i was young like oh hip-hop was great you know what I mean? and like up until then even though we're like we were getting into our, like our 20s, 30s. I was still changing with the music, mm -hmm. but now I think I've hit a wall where I'm like, you know what? It's getting shitty and I don't want to be a part of that anymore. But there's still guys out there, but there right? Is there's still, still, right? Like Jay-Z's, yeah. I don't know who, find who your favorites are, but like Jay-Z is still putting out stuff. Big Boy's still putting out yeah. stuff. Killer Mike. Here's another um, unpopular opinion. Yeah. I don't fucks with Jay-Z anymore. Oh, wait a minute. Anymore? <laughs> no. Oh, wait a minute. After the Black Album. That, that was, was it? That was it for me. Why? I don't want anything else after the black album. Wow. Cause he shut it down. You're not down with the return from the career. No, that was supposed to be it, man. That was his pinnacle. Yeah. He signed off. What are you coming back for? And then you're coming back with Beyonce. She ruined him. That's what I think. I think so too. I'm okay. Just putting so it out there. I'll, no, I'll, I'll, so Jay-Z is my favorite rapper. Yeah. I've seen Jay-Z. I always say the only people I pay to see money are Jay-Z and the roots. Okay. Um, and I've seen Jay-Z. I Jay -Z. saw the roots, man. They're all amazing. Seen them up. Never seen Jay Z. Though. They're the two I've seen the most time. You know, there was probably like eight times Jay Z, probably like five. Yeah. Um, but I always say Jay Z with Beyonce. I don't need it. She ruins them. Yep. I, the last album, though, I will say that they did together. I liked it because it felt like Beyonce <sighs> did Jay Z songs rather than Beyonce has a song and then Jay Z raps right a verse that. on it to make it feel hip hop. I felt like they made a trap album together. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. um, and I appreciate it a lot more than their usual duets. Yeah. But you don't like the solo stuff that Jay-Z's done? All the, the Magna Carta, like, Holy Grail. There, and, yeah, there's like a track here yeah. and there that I'll be like, oh, it, it's good. Yeah. It's just not the same, man. I, I like classic Jay-Z. I very like young right? Jay-Z. You know, I Jay -Z, like reasonable doubt Jay-Z. His like, life is so then. different. Like he was, he was, he had amazing flows back then that he didn't really carry into his adulthood. Yeah, he changed like it up. That. I don't know why he changed it up. Well, you know what? He started using like that that whisper, young Chris, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. uh, state property. Oh, it's I'm not like a bad this. thing. It's just different. Yeah, it's and, not bad. And he keeps switching up the Those flows. Those tracks and... are hot. The state property air is hot. Mm -hmm. Like the, to me, like the Black Album is one of the hottest 
track like albums he ever put out that was a movement that was the first was, like real movement of our like he just talked about i'm retiring this and that it was just got blown up so much that i think i let go of. did him. you see the movie the yeah movie i saw came, the movie yeah. and i let go of him i'm like that's it one of the greats just hung his hat up and then all of a sudden he's back and he's wearing suits with timberlake and i'm like come on man you're ruining it. You ruined it. Like you, you ended your career on a high note yeah. on your terms. Couldn't stay away. I, I get how you can't stay away, but it just, he changed, but I think my opinion of him changed too. Yeah. I can so see I that. Just, I couldn't get back into it, I but see that. he puts out music still. And every now and then I hear a new song and I'm like, this is good. Yeah. But on the whole, it's just like, it, it'll never be the same as like when I used to bump Jay-Z in middle school, mm. you know, like that was, that was my Jay-Z. This guy's not my Jay-Z, <laughs> you know? If you could pick uh, three artists, yeah. bands or, or oh, solo, on, that's why I'm giving you three. And it's okay if you got four. Of like my favorite of all time? Yeah. During, during high school, growing up, like in high okay. school as a kid, like this well, is like. Um, definitely Wu-Tang Clan. Uh, Wu-Tang Forever era and all that anything yeah actually there see they're one that changed too kind of like jay-z mm -hmm. but i never dropped off on them like i i changed with each album with them like okay. i hung in there with them okay. all the way up until like well i never heard that secret one they put out sure yeah, yeah. no one has <laughs> no one's heard it but there was one right before that i think it was like a double album or something and Raekwon doesn't talk to him anymore. Somewhere in Shout Once he Upon hates a Time Rizzo. in Shout Yeah, like there's so much infighting now. Yeah. But they still somehow put out like good music, even with half a crew. Yeah. Because I think only like six original you, members came out on that last album. Because no one else give me, wanted to. You still got to give me two more artists. But have you seen the documentary? The Wu-Tang documentary? What documentary? Oh, they just put a Maybe. documentary out. It's on Showtime. Recently? Yeah. Uh, like two months ago. Oh, I remember hearing it's about it. It's on Showtime. I think yeah, it's a, yeah. a three-part miniseries. It might be four. It's called yeah, of Mikes and Men. So anyone listening to it, make sure you go do it. It's an I incredible. I actually forgot about it. Yeah. It's all of them together. They're they're all talking about They go yep. back to their old stomping grounds. They're I need old. to look it up. It's incredible, man. It's, it's the most in-depth look I've ever seen of, of Wu-Tang. It, it does them justice. Nice. Yeah, you'll enjoy it. Okay, but, so you got uh, Wu-Tang. And then a weird track I mentioned before, a weird cut is, is Beastie Boys. Okay. Of everything the Beastie Boys do. And yeah. they're, they're so like hip hop, but anti hip hop at the same time. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And they got so much discrimination for being white. Mm -hmm. Whereas like now that's not even really a big deal for a rapper to be white. It's still kind of a novelty because yeah. it's not still prevalent, but no one rags on them like the Beastie Boys used to get ragged mm -hmm. on, you know? Mm -hmm. But then like, on the same flip side of that, they got so much respect from other artists of that era too. Like they did a tour with Run DMC. I got a poster on my wall. Yeah. Run DMC, Beastie Boys, LL Cool J. Right. Like LL Cool. Well, and granted, they were all on and Def Jam together. <laughs> so maybe that was like a record. Run label. DMC wasn't. Run DMC wasn't, but uh uh they were brothers with Russell Simmons, of course. Right. Joey was uh Rev Run was is Russell Simmons' His brother. brother right? Yeah. So but LL came out on Def Jam mm -hmm. and Beastie Boys. Uh, and So maybe they were put together on tour by like the Def Jam. Yeah. Maybe they were forced together. Well, they but were they the still big had and... like respect for each other. And Rick Rubin produced, of course. Rick yeah. Rubin was that link between a lot of them. Yeah. And he's still an amazing yeah. producer, dude. Um, but it was so crazy because it was like the first album, License to Ill, right? <laughs> was ridiculous because it was like it was typical beats for that era. Everything was on 808. Yeah. Uh, but the rhymes were just so silly and like, I don't think they meant it to be a fully serious endeavor, but people started loving it. Mm -hmm. And so then that second album, Paul's Boutique, which is like a crazy 
there, that's like a hodgepodge of everything mm-hmm. mixed together. That's such a great weird album to to listen to. They they got like they're rapping over like disco. They got classic Surfer old music. school. Yeah, like they just it was such an experimental album. It was weird for them to put that out as a sophomore album because mm-hmm. that that's kind of like a ballsy move, don't you think? Mm-hmm. To come Different. out with a weird concept album like that after you already got ragged on for being, being goofy. like yeah, like white guys trying to like you know hang on the scene and i don't know it's it's cool though like i respect that yeah. i respect that they hung in there did that have a uh how do you feel about like because the white rapper era kind of i mean i guess as we were kids we had um beastie boys and then yeah. we had snow yeah and we had third base yeah uh and we had house <laughs> of pain and that was about it but none of them really blew, blew up, up like the to beastie become boys. the yeah they yeah to become couple, like the biggest artist and- in the world but even like you know once Eminem kind of came along and, yeah. and and became the biggest rapper at the same time, we had Bubba Sparks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What, what was that like for you? Like, as just as a white guy, I'm very curious. What do you mean? To have like white rappers. Yeah. The, you know what I mean? Is that, I don't know, I guess I'm half white. So for right. me, I almost feel like listening to it a little bit sometimes hurts the credibility of, uh, you know what I mean? It's like, you don't want to co-sign a, a rapper too quick or yeah. you kind of got to wait to see like, oh, who else likes this guy? Is this guy, is this official or... But as the white rappers were all kind of coming out, now it's a plethora. I don't think people can understand to only have like three guys to single out. Right. Now you have like nine guys that you could point out at right. that rap. Right. You know, what was it like as a rap fan, uh, but also being white to then go in? Did you never think about it? I don't know. I don't know if that was ever really a factor for me. Uh, I think even I judged white rappers more harshly, put them on a different level. Yeah. Even though like I'm white, you know, I'm like, oh, man. I don't think this guy's going to be good. Like, let's see what he's got. Come on. You know? Yeah. Cause like they, I guess maybe they do. They don't, but maybe I feel like they do have to, uh, they do. They have to prove it, prove themselves. And they more. have to have a cosign and they do have to. Yeah. It's just the culture, you know, mm-hmm. like, um, but even I'm sitting back and I'm like, all right, let's see. It's my first impression of Eminem, right. When he first came on the scene and my name is, was like all over TRL. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, everyone's like, oh, you gotta hear this guy. You gotta hear this guy. And I sat back and I'm like, he looks like a poor man's Mike D from the Beast. Yeah. Because he had the blonde hair and yep. Mike D had blonde hair for a yep. while. I'm like, this is like Mike D's little brother. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, what is this guy going to do? Yeah. And then he had these like silly rhymes. Like, I totally discounted him. I'm like, this guy's a flash in the pan. Mm-hmm. I'm like, he's just like making fun of this, making fun of that. Like, what a clown. Yeah. You know, and now I freaking love Eminem, you know. Yeah. However, again. He's gone through changes, too, that he I has. haven't always been on board with. Yes. But on the whole, he's grown to be, like, iconic, yes. which is crazy. Yeah, he's uh, he's not – I don't even consider Eminem, like, I'm not a big fan of his music now. Every once in a while, no, he'll have a verse that I'm like, oh, right. that's all right. But for the most part, I look at Eminem now as he doesn't make music for me. Right. Um, but Eminem is American – pop at this point like he is yeah americana he is he's more than hip-hop now yeah he's ingrained in in the culture like which he i is, didn't see coming at he all. is what billy joel was when we were growing yeah. up yeah you know elton john he is bruce springsteen he's a guy now yeah on the mount rushmore of pop culture but when we were like 15 or 16 and then that song came out i was I didn't think anything was going to happen. Yeah. And now all of his singles were like that too. Who to who to funk it? All of his, well, he's, his he's first two, singles. He's two people. He's Slim Shady and mm-hmm. he's Eminem. He and you never know which one's going to show up on a track. That's right. Uh, Slim Shady's a clown, and mm-hmm. I love him. And then Marshall Mathers or Eminem is like reflective and you know mm-hmm. a little serious. He has a beard. I don't I'm like if he's got a beard, I don't want to hear that track because yeah. he's, he's going to be serious. 
But if he shows up with like blonde hair, I'm like, oh, it's going to be fun. He just put out a, a track with uh, Logic, Homicide. Oh, yeah. Which I is, heard which of it. Which is a really yeah. hot track. You like, like it? Yeah. I, I heard the song with, heard it. I heard the one with Ed Sheeran and 50 Cent, but I haven't heard that. That one's all right. One it's but, all right. Just um, all right. Homicide came out. I think I saw it on Twitter or something. It was just released like without a lot of fanfare. And I just like clicked on it. I'm like, oh, my God. Like these two guys are I, almost on the same level. Like, I don't know if you like Logic. Like, he's he's an example of Some, one of the newer guys yeah. that I've kind of learned to yeah. like, you know? Like, I don't change too much in, with, like, the newer guys, but, like, he's pretty good. He's um, bi- he's biracial, so I'm yeah. support it, you know? Yeah, so, I know it's been his so dream to rap with Eminem. he still gets judged as a white guy, I he guess, does. even though he's biracial. He does. He does. <laughs> but. Okay, so we got Wu. We got Beastie, Beastie Boys. Boys. I ramble. No, I'm sorry, dude. dude this is a podcast. That's what happens. I get on these tangents, you know? <laughs> um, if I had to pick a third one. See, those two came to me immediately without yeah. hesitation. And that's where I drop off. Okay. So maybe it only needs to be two. 